What's up? What's up, everybody? It's your boy, Slizzy, coming to you with another State of the New York Knicks podcast, episode 83. Salute the Knicks Nation. Salute to everybody that be tuning in. I appreciate the love. I appreciate the support. Appreciate everything y'all do. Real quick, real quick segment. Um, I just want to give my thoughts about what Steve Stout said and what Rich Kleiman said um, yesterday. I didn't mind the Steve Stout interview at all. Being honest, I didn't mind it. I actually liked the interview. Um, he was basically in front of two judges and he was looking like a a a, a prisoner waiting for his sentence because the man was sweating up a storm. But it was a <laughs> it was a great interview. Um but the interview <laughs> the interview I knew this interview was gonna go bad. I knew it was gonna go bad. And this is exactly where the interview went bad. It was going good. And this is exactly where it went bad. Soon as Stephen A went right here. I've used Mark Jackson as an example, but I'm not asking you to go there. I just want you to hear what my thoughts are. I love Mark, somebody like that. I'm glad you do. My thing is because of uh, the more of one state of affairs that has existed with the New York Knicks for the last 20 years, or so close to the last 20 years, I think that they need a voice attached to their basketball franchise, meaning somebody that the media sees all the time, that the media communicates with all yep. the time. I think that's incredibly important. You can't just look for a coach. It has to be somebody that can galvanize New York. What do you say to that? I wouldn't disagree with you. I think having, you know, if you don't have a superstar athlete, one single superstar athlete that's the face of the team, that can talk on the team's behalf, having a coach like that who has the um, uh, the magnitude and uh, gravitas so that the media would love to talk to him and believe him, oh, I think that's that that's super important for the organization. I think every organization needs that either with a superstar athlete or coach. Mark Jackson definitely has a track record of developing yeah. young talent, having them believe. Yes, he, he has does. a number of wins. I absolutely want to Now, <laughs> Stephen A. Smith, <laughs> you're a funny guy because you've been propping up this Mark Jackson talk for about a year now, for about two years now, I believe so. Matter of fact, three years. And I respect it. I respect what Mark Jackson did with the Golden State Warriors. But with Mark Jackson, it comes a lot of scrutiny. It comes with a lot of stuff that's off the court that I don't want with this Knicks team right now. A lot of stories, a lot of stories about his homo, uh, uh, like he does not, he's religious. So it was a story about the NBA, um, his GM wanted to hire a gay man and he was against it because he was religious. That was one of the stories I read. Another story is, how he told how he the players used to drown him out because he used to talk too much and like like certain things, you know you hear you hear these rumors and you're like eh, I don't really want Mark Jackson but Mark Jackson's cool but still don't the Knicks have a coach in place right now? Doesn't the coach have a better record than David Fisdale does? I could have sworn he's won thirteen games already 
and lost 18 games, while Fisdale won four games and lost 18 games. Um, I'm confused. Is Julius Randle playing a little bit better defense? Is this team looking more functional on offense? Do we have a coach that's not about the glitz and glamour, it's just about straight basketball, and who straight up just strikes me as a a, a, a lieutenant sergeant? <laughs> uh, he strikes me as a drill sergeant. I'm sorry. Um, but come on, man. You cannot talk about a coach while Mike Miller is the coach of the Knicks right now. And another thing, too. They asked them president of basketball operation questions. You don't ask a lead merchandiser. What, what does Steve Stout do? Um, branding, merchandise, halftime shows. That's not his role. You don't ask him about the roster. You don't ask, ask him about coaching decisions. You don't ask him about what transpired with Steve Mills, even though I read stories that he was he had part with Steve Mills being fired. I, I don't know, man. A lot of alpha dogs in the room. <laughs> you got this guy. You got Leon Rose coming in. A lot of alpha dogs. I think I'm good with Mike Miller. I think I'm good with a coach who just want to worry about basketball, who's worried about getting these players better every day, who's worried about wins. And another thing that I didn't know, and now now I know um, from this interview, the Knicks is not going to play the kids major minutes until after Leon Rose is hired because Mike Miller right now is basically coaching for his coaching resume, and he's going to play the players that gives him the best chance to win. So if you're hot, you're going to stay in the game, just like Frank Nilekina in the other game. If you're hot, you're going to get those minutes. If you're cold, you're not going to get those minutes. But if you're a young kid who's a lottery pick, you're still going to get at least 14 or 18 minutes a game off the bench. I have no problem with that. But once Leon Rose is officially announced as the Knicks president of basketball operations, it should be no reason why I do not see my kids on the floor 30 minutes every game. No reason. There should be no reason why I'm watching Alfred Payton die on every screen and you have Frank on the bench. It should be no reason why. So now that I know that it's not upper management hamstringing Mike Miller, I'm even more impressed with what with what he's doing with this roster. I'm more impressed, man. You know, a couple of games we've been playing like a top five defense. You know, Alfred Payne had seven steals the other day. Frank Nilekina, he had a good game the other day. You know, we, I just hope Leon Rose comes in. He gets a president of basketball operations that is that will fill a void that we need. Okay, Steve Style, great with merchandising, the music business or whatever, but we need a great team builder. We need a guy who's going to believe in the kids. We need a guy who is going to stick through this rebuild. There's no point in having seven first-round draft picks if you're not going to stick through a rebuild. It's no point. It is no point. So this summer, I'm pretty sure this summer, we're going to 
most definitely see a change in this roster. I think we're gonna, we're gonna keep. I think Knox, Frank, RJ, and Mitch is safe. I think everybody else is up for sale, and we're gonna see. We just gonna see. We gonna see. But man, very embarrassing. The Knicks gotta put out a statement. You know, every time the Knicks put out a statement, it's always some clown buffoonery. The Knicks need to stop, man. They need to learn from their mistakes. See, Stout, I hope he learned from his mistake. He's a rookie at this. So that was a rookie mistake. The Knicks is usually a tight-knit knit organization. They don't really let anything out. So, you know, one-time mistake, and I'm pretty sure he apologized to Mike Miller, but I'm pretty sure – I, I want to see what Mike Miller resolve is after this interview. I'm, I'm pretty interested in to see if he's going to get some wins – in these next few games, because I want him to stay. I think I'm. I, I think Mike Miller solidified to me, in my opinion, that that is my coach. I believe in him, and I believe what was he, what he is doing. And you know, let's see, man. Let's see. So the final thing yes. I wanted to talk about was what Rich Kleiman said. So Rich Kleiman, he spoke on I believe it was the Breakfast Club and he spoke about you know the Knicks and the Knicks fans and why you know the Knicks have been losing for the past 20 years and blah 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 and Rich Kleiman basically stated you know I think it's the fans I think it's you know, the fans who expect so much from a team who's been losing for about 20 years. And respect, we have been losing for 20 goddamn years. And, well, even more than that, about 30 years. Jesus Christ, man, 40 years, 50 years. Oh, my God. But, you know, the fans, he said the fans is toxic. You know, we expect so much. Now I agree with him. I agree with him. I, I agree with him. I'm, I 100% agreed with what he said. I think we got to, you know, put less pressure on the kids to perform. They 20, 21, 19. We got to let these, got to let these kids, you know, grow together. Mike Miller is growing on me. Mike Miller's focus is, is straight basketball and, that is what I like to see. Mike Miller said he is at East at the press conference today before the basketball game. So, man, salute to Mike Miller, man. I'm happy for him, man. I hope he keeps this job long term. But ESPN, they tricked the Knicks because <laughs> ESPN always doodles on the Knicks. Rachel Nichols, you know, Ramona Shelburne, all, all those people, they think we're the laughing stock. But when we start winning, you know, jokes on jokes on them, man. Uh, jokes on them. But you know, I just wanted to get my opinion on it, man. Goddamn Knicks, man. Usual <laughs> regular stuff always in the news. But salute the Knicks Nation. Episode 83, State of the New York Knicks Podcast. It's your boy, Slizzy. I'm out of here. Peace.